If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everybody. This is The Other Side of Midnight. I'm superstar Frank Morano. Thank you for tuning in to our program on 77 WABC. I realize things are challenging for Congressman Rob Menendez. Now, Congressman Rob Menendez is someone who's a freshman member of Congress who owes his entire political career to his father, Senator Bob Menendez. He now occupies in the House of Representatives the very same congressional seat that Bob Menendez once occupied. And without Bob Menendez, no one would ever know who Rob Menendez is. If Rob Menendez's last name was Smith or Johnson, forget about it. He would never even get to visit the House of Representatives, let alone get elected to it. That being said, I must say I don't understand his latest play. So today or yesterday was another big vote for Speaker of the House. It was yet another vote in which no one was elected. But Rob Menendez took to X or maybe even TikTok, but I think it was X, and he posted this bizarre video where he's talking to himself in the mirror and psyching him uh, himself up to the tune of Eminem's Lose Yourself while going on and on about how they have to elect Hakeem Jeffries. One job out there. Look. Hakeem Jeffries. Hakeem Jeffries. Hakeem Jeffries. Here we go. Now, this is bizarre for so many reasons, not the least of which he knows Hakeem Jeffries is not going to get elected as speaker, so it really doesn't matter if Hakeem Jeffries has all the Democratic votes or not. It's also weird because he actually had someone film him talking into a mirror. I'm not sure what message he was trying to convey. I don't know if this is just a bid to distract people from talking about his father's criminal indictment. I don't know if this is him trying to show fealty to Hakeem Jeffries so that he stays in in the minority leader's good graces, but some people can pull off funny, cute social media videos effectively. Some people can't. Rob Menendez is in the latter category. I have retweeted this if you want to take a look on my ex at Frank Moreno, but I just thought it was strange. Rob Menendez would be well advised not to try this again. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everybody. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm superstar Frank Morano. In politics, people switch parties all the time. They also switch parties for purely opportunistic reasons all of the time. Mike Bloomberg has done it. Donald Trump has done it. A lot of people over the years have done it. It's nothing new. Arlen Specter made switching parties a regular course of his day. But Ari Kagan, who was a city council member in Brooklyn, who 
was elected as a Democrat, switched parties to become a Republican, and is now running for re-election as a Republican, has made quite an about-face, not just with respect to his party, but with respect to the issues. Now, I think most of us can agree that the issue of abortion and whether you're pro-life or pro-choice is one of the most heartfelt issues that everybody can take a position on. Well, Ari Kagan is now advocating for a ban on elective abortions. Now, this is something that will absolutely never happen in New York City. But what makes this interesting is not that he's advocating for a ban on elective abortions, but it's that he helped pass legislation requiring the city to provide medical abortion pills to all. Now, there is no way in the world you could go within the course of a year from saying that anybody that wants an abortion should have publicly funded free abortion pills to all of a sudden saying elective abortions should be banned. It's just not possible, which leads me to think that Ari Kagan is doing this purely for political opportunism. And he's made his support for this abortion ban known in the voter guide. So he is campaigning on it. The voter guide, you can see it for yourself. It was posted online Tuesday. I'll tell you this. His Democratic opponent, Justin Brannon, he might not necessarily be where I am on the issues, but at least I know where he is on the issues. He's not sticking his finger into the wind and changing his position with whatever which way the wind blows. I got to tell you, I don't know much about Ari Kagan, but I have lost a lot of respect for him after this whole episode. And if I lived in the district, I'd rather take the guy that I disagree with but who I can actually trust, rather than the guy that'll take any position you want, depending on what day it is. Beam me up! To be continued. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. My thanks to Brandon from New Jersey for the stellar content over the last hour. I thought that was really interesting. And uh, Brandon's an interesting guy. He also made me aware of this article that I'm not sure how I missed because it was in the Times and I usually read the New York Times just about every day. And it has to do with a Swedish artist's creation, which was unveiled yesterday, showing a creature that has mythic status in New York City and that is the sewer alligator. The Swedish artist is Alexander Klingspor, and he set out to immortalize something from urban mythology, alligators in the sewers of New York City. So the sculpture he made shows a full-size alligator on a manhole cover, and it was unveiled yesterday in Union Square. It has the approval of the Department of Parks and Recreation and the Union Square Partnership, which is the neighborhood's nonprofit economic development group. And I think this is great. 
Klingspor, the artist, said he had no real-life experience with his subject. Alligators, I've only seen in the zoo, though he added that he once had gone swimming with a crocodile in Mexico. And because the sewer alligator began as a pandemic project, Klingspor had to rely on what he called online references. He couldn't fly to New York from Sweden, climb down into a sewer, and hunt, hopefully for an alligator that would be a model. There may or may not be alligators down there, but he doubted that it was safe to descend there and find out. And it got me thinking, are there actually alligators in the sewer? Many scientists agree, saying that uh, alligators would not thrive in the sludge and the darkness and the cold of winter, but alligators have had a place in popular culture and in the public imagination for years, really going back to the 1960s. And as Klingspor said, it's a fascinating monster. It's the only one that keeps turning up in the news, and New York has been home to many monsters, Godzilla. King Kong, even the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man in the Ghostbusters movie. And the alligator is the only one that keeps coming back again and again. There's also been alligator sightings in New York beyond the sewers. In February, an alligator was pulled from the lake in Prospect Park in Brooklyn. It had swallowed a bathtub stopper. It died in April despite uh, medical treatment at the Bronx Zoo. So it seemed, I don't know if this is a permanent sculpture, but it looks really cool. I'm going to be sure to check it out. I hope it's a permanent sculpture because it's a brilliant piece of artwork and it symbolizes a wonderful piece of New York City urban mythology. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Well, who could have predicted this? Probably Everybody. Migrants, mostly from Mexico, are increasingly entering the United States across New York's border with Canada, and authorities suspect smugglers and organized crime are driving the shift. A brilliant piece of journalism yet again from the Albany Times Union, once again proving the importance of local journalism. Instead of coming through the southern border, or I should say in addition to going through the southern border, illegal aliens are coming through the northern border, through New York State. And this is going to be something that New York State officials are going to have to deal with because Governor Kathy Hochul has talked a good game in terms of border security as of late. And Eric Adams certainly has called on the president and the Congress to find a national solution to this problem. But this is very much a New York problem. It's not just the taxpayers that are going to have to shoulder the burden for putting all these people in school and giving them social services, but it's these folks that are being exploited by smugglers and organized criminals. And apparently this is routine. These drivers and these smugglers are making a ton of money smuggling these people into New York State, and they're getting pretty good at it. And according to Carla Friedman, the U.S. attorney for the Northern District of New York, what we're seeing is that a large majority of the human smuggling, if not Mexican cartel-based, is organized crime-based. And as the migrant crisis strains the resources in places like New York City, national attention is fixated on the southern border. Well, we need to focus on New York's border. In the past year, agents in the border patrol sector that stretches from the northern New York into New Hampshire have apprehended more migrants, 6,700, than in the previous 11 years combined. Combined! More people in the past year than in the previous 11 years combined. 
Think of the people that we're not catching. Think of the people that are getting in. The explosion in crossings has proved quite lucrative for smuggling networks, which are pocketing thousands or even tens of thousands of dollars for each group they shuttle in here. I want to know some answers from Governor Hochul and from New York's congressional delegation. What are you doing to secure New York's border? The New York State Police are to be backing up the Border Patrol at New York's northern border with Canada, at the very least. Clearly, a lot more has to be done. Beam me up! To be continued. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.